Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devil Fruit Punch, a podcast where we read One Piece and then we talk about it. I am, of course, John, and with me today is Matt. Uh, ahoy there, John. And also joining me from the Red Wastes of Texas is Patrick Ramirez. Hello, everyone in podcast land. Good to be here. <laughs> That's right, he's back, motherfuckers. Welcome aboard, Patrick. You thought you got rid of Spooky P, but you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Not that easy. All right, today we will be discussing chapters one through seven of One Piece, the manga. So, let's just go ahead and get into it. Uh, First off, Patrick, first impressions. What did you think? I was going to say, yeah, let's not hurry in too much. Patrick's new to this. I want to make sure the listeners know that. I will just explain how new it is to me because this is the first manga I've ever read and I swiped the wrong way on my e-reader trying to go to page two of this thing and then I was like reading it and I was like, oh shit, it's, you don't even read it the same way as normal things. Like it's, it's completely opposite. It took a little bit to get used to, but uh, I really liked it actually. Oh, I that's read great, it so man. fast. Like I thought 200 pages was going to be daunting and then it goes by so fast. That's yeah. the thing about One Piece. Yeah, a lot of people, including me before I read it, were intimidated by the thought of it. But then you actually tried. It's like, oh, this is really easy. <laughs> this goes down so smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it does take some getting used to. Not just which way to turn the page, but also which direction to follow the action across the page. Uh, I, had, I had to Google that. <laughs> I oh, you, you, you did you, you... I, I literally googled how to read a manga we've all been there man <laughs> well what, what did, was there articles about how to read manga yeah there's very helpful there's <laughs> diagrams because <laughs> like i was like it's not only just left to right but it, or sorry right to right left. to left yeah it was which panel to start from because yeah. i was reading it like top to bottom by going from left to right and i was like this does not make sense <laughs> made it very avant-garde yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's still top to bottom, but the pages are right to left as well. Um, yeah, bubbles as well, yeah. <laughs> it's actually f- like weird, man. I was I just pulled it up in the uh, Shonen Jump website, and even the bar at the bottom is right to left, which kind of <laughs> fucked with my brain a little bit. Yeah, so it like I shows your them. progress through, and it starts on the very far right, and then goes to the left. I read on the uh, Shonen Jump app uh, on a tablet, and it actually like kind of yells at you if you mess this up on the first page. Gives you yeah. like a whole five block paragraph of uh, uh, "Hold on, there, sailor." You swipe the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> fucking <that>. idiot. <laughs> it just uninstalls the app when you do that three times. <laughs> it triple charges you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling positive about it, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, I was real. I was real nervous about that, but. <laughs> After reading them, these chapters, I was like, yeah, this is a good introduction. I feel like this is a great beginning. Yeah, it's it's pretty, uh, it hooks you in pretty quick. It's not much to dislike, I feel. Yeah, it, it's oh, yeah. It, very fast paced. Not a lot of fat on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did we think of baby Luffy? Personally, I think he's fucking adorable and I will protect him with my life. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think about the whole flashback? Um, I'm going to um, be just a little contrary there for a moment and say that I really don't like the very first time you see Luffy's doing this gigantic chipmunk-cheeked, like, teethy, weird grin. <laughs> it's a kind of an art style that uh, he, he eventually kind of backs away from as we get further along. 
but something that had kept me away from One Piece for a while was finding the art style in general to just be a little a little too out there for me. But um, he makes up for it immediately by stabbing himself in the face, which uh, is a very powerful introduction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, we also meet Shanks, which is cool. Um, the movie that Matt and I just watched had to do somewhat with Shanks. Um, also, yeah, we're, we're not going to get into spoilers, but it's just, it's crazy returning to this and knowing some things about what happens later and blah, blah, blah. We don't have to dwell on it, but I liked it. I liked it in that aspect. It's definitely a fun little, uh, opening to return to. Uh, we met Shanks. I said that. Isn't um, Shanks cool, Patrick? <laughs> having, a all the, I'm meeting all these characters for the first time. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Shanks was cool. I, I, uh, we can just get into it. I mean, like, yeah, his first interaction with like the mountain bandits. Yes. You know, it's, it's interesting how they have, uh, you call him Luffy? Luffy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Luffy. No, it was Luffy. Honestly. Yeah. Until you hear it. Yeah. (laughs) Why would you not call him Luffy? Yeah. Yeah. So I call him Luffy the whole time. That's okay. (laughs) Call him whatever you want, man. (laughs) Uh, You see his interaction with the mountain bandits, mountain bandits at the bar. Luffy says everything I thought the first time, or the first time you see the, some of the few panels, where it's like, you're, oh, you're weak, you let him pour shit all over you, and you let him walk all over you, you're weak, I'm gonna find a real role model. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and then I thought that was interesting, they went the other way with it, like, oh, that's not real power, it's like, real power is knowing when to, like, strike, but, and he yeah. doesn't look like someone that would strike at all, he's wearing fucking sandals <laughs> and a straw hat, <laughs> like, his shirt's yeah. open to, like, his waist, basically. What, yeah. and... and- I really love that. I mean, that's such a powerful lesson that Luffy does. Now I'm getting mixed up. You got him. <laughs> it's such a powerful Luffy. lesson, right? Like, you know, sometimes the toughest thing you can do is to not show your power. And then you contrast that with uh, this complete asshole, Higuma, whose name I had to look up because he's such a nobody who just kills people for no reason. <laughs> and, um, you know, Patrick, you're going to see this more and more the further we get, but One Piece is really great at, at kind of dialing it up on the villains. And in this world, which is very, like, nautical, everything's an island, to be a bad guy, like a self-proclaimed tough guy who doesn't sail, means you are the biggest bitch on the planet. You are such <laughs> a wimp weakling to... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm from the mountains. Dude, who cares? Like, in this yeah, world... what they call him, like a land lover or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If if you're not like a king or like a mob boss or yeah. something like that, then you better be a fucking pirate. Otherwise, you ain't shit. Or in the navy, but the yeah. navy's kind of bitches too. And we'll see that. We'll later. we'll get to that. Yeah, but yeah, this guy coming in and talking shit about pirates is just so funny in retrospect. Of like, who are yeah, you? And, oh, and I also wanted to point out that I love the whole thing where he just like gets completely humiliated by this guy, and basically, what you the idea that you get by the end is. Oh, he didn't because it's because he doesn't care about his own personal pride or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he cares about the people around him. So mm-hmm. he's not going to fight a guy over pouring like grog on his head or whatever. But if Luffy is threatened, then, yeah, obviously he's going to fight. And spoilers, he's also willing to lose his arm <laughs> to protect Man, Luffy. Yeah, what yeah, a great that scene. Went, uh... That was pretty far when I saw that. <laughs> were you were you expecting someone to have their arm ripped off by a sea monster in the first few chapters? The first chapter, no, no, and then to be 
totally nonchalant about it. <laughs> yeah, just that's just his life now. No, he has just one arm now. There's I won't spoil it because this this didn't happen yet, but um Shanks does talk about losing an arm, you know, later on down the road, and he's like, Why did you do that? And and the response he gives is really fantastic. Shanks yeah. is a great character, you know, and, and obviously his shadow looms large over the series for a very good reason. Um, I also just wanted to kind of mention the fact, like, why is there just this orphan randomly living on this island, right? I think <laughs> we don't actually, I, I don't even know the answer to it, but uh, it is kind of strange that there's just an orphan on the island who's just friends with the owner of the bar and friends with these pirates. And it's kind of just like, where did where did Luffy come from? So there, there's already some mystery being established about that early on. When it, it it's fun too because like this is like a double length chapter, right? This is I think by far the longest chapter in the whole thing, yeah. and I think because of that, you kind of get an impression that like you're seeing Luffy's whole deal. But you're right; there are questions around that. Like, hey, where are this kid's parents? Does he have parents? Where does he sleep? <laughs> like, what's going on? Is he from here? And you know, later on when they start kind of dealing with Luffy's past a little bit more. It, it's kind of fun as you then realize how many blanks there were for Oda, the author, to kind of slip new details in. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the actual gum-gum fruit. Uh, Patrick, when you read that part where they were like, oh, you ate the fruit? No, you can't eat the fruit. And then it shows the little picture of him eating it. Did you go back uh, through the the chapter and try to see the frame because it it is in it is in there. If you go back, you can actually see Luffy in the background eating it. Oh, when the is it after the or before the pirate fight or before um, the uh, mountain gang fight? Because I I I've, looked through it and I didn't see it. John, you're um, right. I forgot all about this. This is something. <laughs> Him, like munching on it. Yeah, he's just in the background. There are a lot of little details oh, that he loves. Oh, you mean that thing? Oh, you mean like when he's eating when he's talking to Shanks? Yeah, the kind he's of weird, that, like stretchy, spirally fruit thing. Well, yeah, yeah. So he's at first he's eating a uh, piece of meat. I'm trying to find it. Oh yeah, yeah. They do show once. They do show one panel of him yeah. eating spirally fruit. Yeah, it's right after the stretchy meat. <laughs> yeah, and he's just in the background, just eating it like. Huh? He just looks so yeah. stupid. That's, I think that's oh, why yeah. I like Baby Luffy so much because he looks just. Oh yeah, yeah. He just he, there's nothing going on in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a question mark in the bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I, I I love that. That's how this happened. Like he just he is ravenously hungry and just ate a random fruit. <laughs> well, and he wants to be a pirate. He stole some treasure <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and made the most of it. You know. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, this isn't a huge spoiler, but Patrick, those fruits are like hella valuable. Like, well, yeah, just, everyone keeps calling them treasure, right? Yeah, he just they ate are. like a small fortune worth of fruit, basically. And, and this is one of those little details where, like, you can tell that in, in well, you know, we'll get more into this in later episodes, but like, One Piece is is kind of famous for how much of it he had in mind in advance, like. He, he had plot ideas like 10 years in advance, you know, like some of the stuff that gets hinted at, but especially early on, you can see he's still kind of playing around with it. He's still figuring it out. And one of them is, I remember this line that you ate a fruit of the devil tree. And um, later on, he ends up kind of nailing this down. It's like, no, 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 there's one fruit for every power, period. 
So now that Luffy's eaten this, there's not going to be another gum gum person out there until Luffy dies, basically. Yeah. Yeah, the way all that shit works is interesting when they when they get to it. Yeah. Um, so you guys want to move on and talk about Alvita and Kobe? Want to might be a strong word, but yeah, sure, let's let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite character, Alvita Sama. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what a pair those two make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is actually one of my favorite reactions to Luffy that we will ever get, because when uh, Kobe first meets Luffy, uh, he, I don't remember what he says, but Luffy basically goes, oh, so you're stupid and cowardly or something yeah. like that. And then he says, uh, oh, you're actually pretty worthless, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Kobe's just like, you don't have to be that honest about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very funny Patrick what did you think of uh, chapter 2 chapter 2 is fine I liked uh, yeah. Kobe his name's Kobe right Kobe yeah yeah I, li- I thought Kobe was a good character I thought I mean, this one went pretty fast compared to the first one so I kind of blew through it absolutely but, uh, yeah I was confused on how Luffy ended up in a barrel because at the end they just show him going down the whirlpool in a boat and then it's like okay he got in a barrel and sealed himself up but okay yeah that's it's actually it, a great question that's a great question yeah <laughs> great question and honestly it's often not a very uh details heavy <laughs> story um it, it, it's interesting the stuff he cares about nailing down will be very well nailed down but other than that it's, yeah he can kind of hand wave it a little yeah he talks about dying and talks yeah. about how his, his journey is going to end. I love how yeah. matter of fact he is of like, oh, it doesn't matter that I can't swim. I'm in a whirlpool. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'll die. Yeah, he's like, even <laughs> if I could swim, I would be sucked down. Yeah. So. yeah. And that's such a Luffy <laughs> moment of like, why get upset about it? I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. It's also funny that like they introduce it as Luffy specifically can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just he's bad at it, which is really funny. Um, what, it, it's also pretty, uh, pretty. He wears a shirt called the Anchor. Like it has an anchor on it, right? <laughs> Good catch. Think about that. But so, that's a great point, man. I totally miss that because, like, the the T-shirts in One Piece are amazing. Like, like I remember seeing a tweet that's like, if there's a store that just sold shirts from One Piece, I would buy every single one. And I, I was trying to keep an eye on for when, like, he starts doing cool little shirts, and I guess I totally missed it. It's already started. Nice. It was in the first one, yeah, the first panel, I think. Damn, yeah. So, you know, I, I say this mostly teasingly. I don't really care for Kobe. He, he's like the one person in this whole universe who's like, I can't wait to grow up and be a cop. <laughs> we'll talk about that more in the next couple of chapters, but... um. It, well, he wants to be. He wants to be a good guy. Wants he wants to, to be a seat, good guy. Wants to be in the navy. You're right. You're right. It, it, and that's important. Yeah. You, you know. And and Kobe does serve a very important purpose of, of kind of establishing. You know, even that kind of gray area, and and, and you know, what's a very kind of rigid and on its surface black and white kind of organization like the navy. But definitely getting ahead of myself on that one. Yeah, and we definitely learn a lot about the navy in this little mini arc. Yes, for sure. So. Yeah. Um, Alvida, I gotta say, she feels very much like a prototype villain. Like I said, like, he's still figuring it out. They make a comment about Alvida being, like, the lady pirate, which is so ridiculous when you get further into the series. 
Because there are a lot of lady pirates. (laughs) Well, she's the the only one that has that as her main identity, I guess. I guess, yeah. I mean, that's why all the other ones are cooler. Because they're like, no, I'm not the lady pirate. I'm the one who has this other cool shit going on. (laughs) Well, in Um, in like, I, I don't know something. Something else, which, please, you know, shut me up if I'm talking too much. But um, I, I wanted to go on a brief tangent here because I haven't seen much of the anime, right? Like the anime is like over a thousand episodes. It's such an undertaking to get through, and the anime actually starts with this chapter. Like episode one of the anime is the whole Alvita and Kobe thing. They they don't mm-hmm. get into the the Shank stuff at all. They do, later. and I, I was going to say I'm, I'm assuming they get into it at some point because it's so important. You you kind of need that, but um. Uh, you know, I might catch some heat for this, but uh, I thought there's a really great example of why I only got into manga a couple years ago, but why I, I really do enjoy manga as opposed to anime adaptations is because some stuff just plays out a little better to me as a comic. Um, these kind of, you know, little comedic moments can seem quite annoying when they're actually kind of, you know, played out in real time and voice acted. There's a scene, I think it happens a couple of times, when Kobe is just like freaking, is going, no, 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 it'll never happen, never, never. And in the comic, it's just like this light, like funny little thing, you see this kid whirling his head around, and it's not a big deal. And in the anime, I remember going like, God, can this kid shut up? (laughs) Stop (laughs) freaking out, please. (laughs) Definitely have that reaction with some stuff that's been converted into live action or animated. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think Kobe is supposed to be unlikable in a, to a certain extent. Like, yeah, you are supposed a nerd. to kind of be like, oh, this kid sucks. And he's, he's kind of a nerd, nerd. yeah. You know. But he has a good heart, and yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about that more as we go. So, Absolutely. Um, Luffy and Kobe make their way to oh, an and, island. And is, it, is it named, or... It's it, um, it, it's it, it's like it's Naval Base 7, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, something um, like that. And they, they make it there, and there's a notorious bounty hunter named, like, Zoro the Demon. Zoro Nora Zolo. Yeah. Yeah. I call and him Zoro, actually, but I understand. It's, it's called... Sorry, John. <laughs> but, it's uh, called Naval Base Town. Yeah. Naval Base, Naval Base, Base Town. Very good yeah. name, <laughs> honestly. Well, well, Got to give it up. You know, they, they kind of dropped a tease on this guy in the, the previous chapter, because Alvita initially th- assumes that's who's after her in, in the barrel. Yeah, the great bounty hunter yeah. is hiding in the barrel that she has control over. Yeah, that's, that's what she said. Yep. Can we, we didn't talk about how every time a character does is either introduced or, like, in, is introduced to the setting. Yeah. It says, ta-da. <laughs> you notice that? I'm so glad you're paying attention to the sound effects because they really everywhere. are. Yeah, no, so like, yeah. One you're going to see over and over again is it's just doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doom when Alvita shows up. Well, and, and like, that, that's, that's a the great score. <laughs> or loom, loom. That's a great point because, like, it, it really kind of underscores how cartoony it all is. And, like, I'm not qualified to speak to this very well, but my understanding is a huge influence on One Piece were the Popeye comics. Like, um, I, I've seen some, like, panel-by-panel panel comparisons where he's, like, literally recreating this, like, outlandish cartoony action from a Popeye strip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, like, Oda is a guy who, as far as I know, I, I don't know if he got a start here, but, like, part of his development was he was an assistant for um, Roroni Kenshin, uh, which is, like, a much more serious kind of samurai thing, and it's got much, much more traditional art style. 
So one piece I think is him really letting his hair down and, and he's really leaning into this kind of Looney Tunes aesthetic of it all. And he doesn't want you to take it too seriously, you know? He, he's playing around with you. It's got a very playful feel. Yeah, and it's... I think that can give the impression that it's immature, but... Yeah. As we go, I think we can uh, decide whether we agree or disagree with that. <laughs> so, Luffy decides to go meet this notorious pirate hunter. What and, and before they that, recruit him. He, they go. What do they do? They go. They go eat. They go to a bar. Yeah. You know, talk about progression. This is the only time we're ever going to see Luffy eating one plate of food. Um, yeah. This also is 100% a D and D mission. Thank you. I, I'm really glad you said that because I wanted to say, rereading this, I'm like, this feels a lot like Dungeons and Dragons. You go to a new town. You go to the bar. You know, you're hearing the local scuttlebutt. The locals are acting a little weirdly. <laughs> I mean, what's the local conflict? I, uh, what did you think, Patrick, of uh, uh, Zoro when he's introduced? Uh, Zolo, I thought he was pretty cool looking. He had some kind of beanie on or something, and he's strapped to that mast that's in the middle of the Navy, like, brig yard or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't seem as intimidating as... I was. I was picturing somebody, like... Dog the bounty hunter, basically <laughs> more, like, more scary. I mean, so at first glance, he didn't appear to be as terrifying as he is. I will say, the first couple panels that he's in, he is very scary looking. Like uh, they have his face like all shadow, yeah, oh, completely dark. The, yeah, when you see the shadow. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> when you see that, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." I think you do know what it means, Patrick. <laughs> I, I think you just you just said it yourself. It's like a it, cool, like ooh. It, it's it's vibes. Is he, say, is he saying that to himself? But in the yard, <laughs> and like, you know, uh, Luffy hears him. <laughs> I, I think I, when like I think, a when like a Mortal Kombat ninja shows up, that's the kind of sound effect I would imagine. It's like shao, okay. you know. <laughs> yeah, shao pops up a lot. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just love that Luffy sees this guy who looks like a horrifying murderer, in my opinion. And he's like, that's going to be my first crew member. <laughs> that guy? Well, I need that guy. <laughs> but that's what he says. He's like, if he's a good guy, you know, <laughs> also, if he's he, a good guy, I'll ask him. Yeah, sorry. Well, he also says, oh, he's smiling. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, that's the guy. It's like, dude, why would he be smiling? Yeah. He's like well, bleeding and hanging from a fucking post. And uh, yeah. Luffy's like a peculiar guy, right? Like he's looking for a particular something. And I'm sorry not not to drag it back to chapter two really quick, but it, it reminded me of a moment I really liked, which is that Luffy is willing to stand up for Kobe as soon as Kobe stands up for himself. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really isn't until Kobe calls Elvita, you know, an ugly old hag <laughs> that Luffy's like, okay, all right, maybe maybe there's something there after all. I'll punch her in the face for you now. Uh, and I think that comes up here too. He, he's looking for that certain something in in Zolo, but he, he's Luffy's not like a thinker. He, you know, he's not a super cerebral dude. He's kind of going by instinct and feelings. Um, he gets a good vibe from the idea of this guy, and he, he kind of wants to see it confirmed. Yeah, and I thought that that um, it's weird to me that he's like that from the beginning. He's just kind of in a doer. Not really real deep into thought about any action. And you could, if you didn't see the first part, the first, uh, I called the first one a chapter. Is it not a chapter? No, chapter. Yeah, it's a chapter. Yeah, yeah. The first chapter, the very long one at the beginning. Yeah. 
uh, where you see baby Luffy, like he acts the same as he does in the other ones, but in the other ones, he can't be hurt. He's rubber boy or rubber man, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he had the gum gum fruit. And he's not afraid of anything going forward because like he knows he can't really be hurt unless someone's going to like chop his head off or something. But yeah. And well, they do get into it in this episode, but blades are his like big weakness. Yeah, 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 and he does get out of that. Well, does he get out of that? Well, that's why he needs Zoro. <laughs> <laughs> who, who can apparently fight with three swords. When he said he's in the oh, three man. sword style, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yes. How, okay, we're jumping around, and that's fine with me. That's fine. Yeah, all, these love, chapters are all over the place. Did you love three three sword style? Because <laughs> I, I will say I did not love it. I thought it was like, oh, that can never work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I get, yeah, in a cartoon, or I mean, in a comic, yeah, I get it. But yeah. they show him stopping well, the swords with, like, the two like this or whatever, <laughs> and then the one in his mouth. In his like, mouth, yeah. He's got real strong well, teeth if that's working, that's all I'm saying. That is classic One Piece, though, of even the character who, like, clearly they want you to, like, think he's a cool badass. There's still, like, a completely ridiculous and absurd, like, twist on that. Yeah. I think Three Sword style is so cool, and I think it's cool because it could never exist. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, just the idea of it is so cool. Um, there's actually a character that is inspired by Zoro in uh, Naruto. Oh, yeah? And he uses eight swords. So it's, it's imagine Zoro with his three swords, but then he also has, like, one in the crook of his neck and then one in his, like, armpit and then one, like, in, like, his uh, knee, basically, his mm-hmm. knee joint. So he's, oh, like, man. yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining that person in real life, and it would be incredibly so funny. funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I would love to. Maybe during our break, I will share a GIF or something of this. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. fantastic. But, um, so, what so, did you guys think of the whole interaction between the little girl and her bringing the rice balls, and then Helmeppo shows up and all that? So, so sorry, I, I love that. I, I, I love the whole deal of this cute little girl who's being very, you know, very sweet not really kind of clued into the general vibe of the town. She just wants to be a good person. She completely fucks up the dish by making it with sugar instead of salt. I um, think that sounds all right. It's, it, it sounds fine. Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> try that. But um, Helmeppo is also, um, I think, the very first example of one of the two great One Piece villain traditions, which is uh, get a load of this asshole. Um the other being get a load of this freak, um, which I think his father very much embodies. <laughs> but um, it's such it, it, it's classic One Piece. Like where to me, Alvito is him kind of still figuring out how villains should go. Helmeppo is the first classic One Piece villain. He's got this preposterous look. He's just a, an absurd asshole to a little girl for no reason, and then threatens her with like execution, <laughs> like stomps on her food. And then, of course, you know, Zolo eats, like, the filthy, disgusting dirt balls and says, tell her I had every bite, and I loved it. <laughs> Which is, of course, the moment where Luffy's like, yeah, this this is my guy. <laughs> it's great. I, I, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I also like that Zoro actually does eat the rice balls. <laughs> He's like, can you pick those up, up off the ground so I can well, eat them? He says that after uh, he tells Luffy that all he has to do is stay there for a month, right? Yeah. And let him go. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to go a month? I don't need he's food. He's like, oh, yeah, I can do it. Like, no problem. And then he's like, hey, can you pick that up off the ground? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like out of 
Not out of the goodness of his heart. Well, <laughs> he's also fucking starving. Like, I don't know about that, but that's a good point. Yeah, he he might be uh, leaning into the altruism as a cover a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the part where he just goes, "Shut up! Just shut up and feed it to me." And his, his mouth is just <laughs> well, wide <yeah>. open. <laughs> I know you're hungry, but you're not gonna like this. It's like more yeah. dirt than rice bowl. Well, like, yeah. and Solo like knows he's a scary dude. He he's really kind of leaning into the idea that he is a scary guy. I, I think he, you know, he's like growling at this girl and he's like, "Hey, leave me alone." Um, it is weird that he asks like Luffy and um, Kobe to untie him the very first time he sees them. But uh, yeah, whatever. Don't need to <laughs> try to figure yeah, like, that one out. I guess. I just I went back up to that panel. And he says like, "Hmm." Like, Luffy's saying, hmm, I see, like, I don't think I could last one week without food. And then Zola says, like, well, you and me are different. I've got more willpower. <laughs> Go look for a crew elsewhere. And then he says immediately after that, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that up for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Zoro, I, I love I love Zoro. Zoro's um, great. Um, so... I, I did want to touch really quickly on his uh, backstory because I remember this is the first time I ever got mad at One Piece. Um, was introducing um, Kuina or Kuina? I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, but yeah, Kuina. His childhood like friend oh, and yeah. rival, and like clearly like if if they had you know if if they were like pubescent at that time, there would have been a lot of like kind of romantic tension in the air. I, I think there arguably was already as just little kids, but. Um, I thought she was such a cool character. I loved her, you know, motivation. This is another example of, uh, you know, Oda kind of introducing these um, kind of like rigid hierarchies and then people that want to like rebel against them of like, hey, I'm a girl. Girls can't be master swordsmen. And so saying that's complete bullshit. I don't accept that at all. You know, one of us is going to become the best swordsman of all time. And then she falls down the stairs and dies it's like what? <laughs> like, yeah, when, I, when I read that backstory, I was like, "Oh, that's this is lame." So you, yeah, exactly. It's like you could have done so much more with this than that, and they kind of do down the road, which is all I'll say about that for now. But um, I, I am still mad that uh, Queena does not show up again in any capacity because uh, I thought she would have made a fantastic foil. Uh, I agree with everything you guys are saying, but also, uh-huh. this was written in 1999. Yes. So, I don't think Oda would do that now. I'll just say that. I agree. And it does need to be said, because like as we get further and further into this, like there are going to be some like questions of... I, and I hate this term, but, you know, for better, for worse, like political correctness or, you know, like kind of current cultural norms being applied to this story. And as you said, John, One Piece has been going on for like decades. And um, I think it is important to keep it in the context of like, well, OK, what was culture really like back in like the 90s? Um, I, I do agree. Like, I, I don't think he would have played it like that um, again. And even some of the more recent developments in the ongoing story I, I think he has really gone to some efforts to kind of correct himself on so it's, it's just a note you know it, it, you don't want to treat this thing as if it's like perfectly formed he's been cranking this stuff out for you know every week uh, for most of it for you know almost as long as I've been alive yeah I, th- I thought this was started in like 92 or something 
Yeah, I was gonna say I think ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, it's That's um. I, I saw the drawing on the back. It said like early nineties when he started doing it. Yeah, I mean it. it I it's, was. Are you sure? Let, let me. Yeah. Let me do a little fact check in here. Yeah, let's see. We'll delete all this. <laughs> <laughs> Will we though? That's the question. One Piece began let's in see. no nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Ninety seven. Okay. So romance version one. Yeah, ninety six. Oh, I guess Maybe the the anime was ninety nine. The anime was ninety nine. Yeah, which I think that's probably like when it was relevant in the U.S. was when the, the anime came out. But um, yeah, no, I just like I said, I agree. But I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, no. Um, it's, so Luffy good, good and Kobe make their way back to the town, presumably to go eat more, uh, <laughs> and. Luffy essentially cold clocks Holmepo, and Kobe's just begging him to stop. He's like, yikes, can't believe you, you would do this. Um, well, and, and crucially, it's because, you know, as we said, Zola's under the impression that if he just kind of holds out for 30 days, he'll be let go. And Luffy overhears Helmepo saying that, yeah, we're going to kill him in three days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not cool with that. No, <laughs> clearly, clearly not. Luffy, like it, you know, and this is an important distinction that that sometimes isn't always clear. But Luffy is not a hero. Luffy is not motivated by altruism. Luffy wants to be as free as possible, but he does have a good heart, and um, so he's not you know punching out Helmeppo to you know take down the corrupt tyrant that's terrorizing the town. It's like I like Zolo. I don't like you. <laughs> So I'm gonna hit you in the face. Um, Reason like that he lied to Zulu. Yeah, that well, that he lied and, and and that he you know he's being so carefully like Helmepo literally says he doesn't say oh I was lying to him he says it was a joke and he's stupid for not getting that. Yeah, it's just a slimeball thing to say. Um, a stupid beast for believing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oda's on the record of like when he draws characters he doesn't like, he tries to make them as like hideous as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, Helmepo, really, <laughs> I mean, he, he just looks like an asshole. Well, and so we're about to be introduced to Captain Morgan as well, which yeah. is hilarious that that's his name. Um, <laughs> he's also known as Axe Hand Morgan. Oh my. Dude, like, I, yeah, I, I, I literally <laughs> never put two and two together about that until you said that. <laughs> he has a hilarious name. Yeah, oh, he has man. a very funny well, name. And also, he there's a little uh, thing, like a couple bonus pages, I guess you would say, at the end of one of the chapters where he talks about the previous design for Axan <laughs> Morgan. And he did what you were saying, yeah. uh, Matt, where he like made the character too goofy and like ugly looking. And his editors were like, no, this guy's like a main villain. He has to look cool. You know, you have to make him look cool. Um, well, and, and so even did. then, though, like, he's still such a jackass. Like, to, to me, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I reread these chapters yesterday because I, I had initially gone through this like two weeks ago and I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. But, like, that metal jaw is not a prosthetic. He has his lower jaw. He's just wearing that because he thinks it looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't. I was wondering why, because yeah, I, I I zoomed in into the panel. And like, does he not have a bottom jaw? He does. <laughs> but like, he does. Like he just yeah. has this covering thing. Very first time you said he's like chomping on a cigar. He's he's just a, a insane narcissist. Yeah, and it says yeah. like hom or something on the bottom. Ho ho whom? Oh, I don't it's know. Like H O to... with a umlaut. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like German. Yeah. How how? That's what it says. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's Sherman or not, but yeah, that, that struck me too. That's a really weird detail. Cause, um, also most, the, Oh, go ahead. I was just saying most of the time, like, like the Navy coats will have like Japanese characters on them instead of yeah. whatever this was. I don't know if this was translated or not. So maybe, but uh, also the thing that was terrifying was the fucking giant piece of wood in his arm. That's oh, the elbow skin on the back of his elbow. <laughs> it's hideous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He loves having fucked up body parts for sure. Yeah, like I said, you know, just as Helmeppo is the first get a look at this asshole, I, I think that uh, Morgan is the first get a look at this freak. And <laughs> yeah. the assholes are often freaks, and the freaks are often assholes. But but I do think he tends to go a little bit more in one direction than the other uh, forgiven antagonists. This was the first time I was like, oh, <laughs> kind of cool, crazy yeah. looking. <laughs> He's yeah. got wildly inventive designs. Yeah. Like, you're, you're just not going to see some of these people anywhere yeah, else. The axe is riveted to his arm. That's <laughs> what I'd like to point out. Yeah. So, yeah, just an insane idea. Like, this is a world with guns. Like, why would yeah, you? Yeah, and also, it's like, this guy works for the Navy, really? <laughs> yeah, he looks like an insane he's a, serial he's killer. He's a commissioned yeah. officer for the Royal Navy. <laughs> and so, like, somebody else pointed this out, you know, this isn't an original thought, but that, like, a lot of One Piece villains are, like, philosophical enemies of Luffy. <laughs> and, like, Morgan's whole deal is rank is everything, I'm of the highest rank, therefore I am God, until, yeah. I don't know, like, a, an admiral shows up. Um, but this is also, you know, this is not only really the introduction uh, that we get for the Navy, but also the really like a, a slam dunk exploration of the limitations of that organization's morality. Cause like this guy's an insane freak. He's a serial killer. Like he, he murders a Lieutenant for saying, I'm not going to execute a four year old girl. <laughs> um, like, yeah. you know, later on he literally orders. The he, shoot themselves in the head. In the head. It's just like, yeah. if you were, if you flinched, kill yourself. Dude. And Luffy's like, something must be wrong with these What? Soldiers. <laughs> Dude, but, can you imagine being like a young Japanese boy and reading this in yeah. 1990-whatever and being like, what the fuck? He just told them to kill themselves. What? This is like, uh, have you seen Jessica Jones? Because this is like some... Uh, the main oh kill Kilgore. 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 I, I haven't but okay yeah 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 i remember reading about shit. his whole deal yeah 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 you guys you guys just covered a lot of what happens next because yeah it's basically just fucking axe hand morgan being the biggest psycho to basically Oops, culminate spoilers well <laughs> basically culminates in uh <laughs> Uh, him raising a statue of himself, which is yeah. pretty fucking wild. Well, and, and, like, this is such a classic Luffy move of, like, oh, I hear some voices, I'm gonna go check it out, and then he just, like, totally accidentally just shatters this fucking thing. <laughs> that, like, he just, I think, executed another random sailor for, like, scratching the statue. Yeah. So Luffy just rockets in, he's like, hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> yeah, he says, like, demolishes the statue it. is the same as attacking Attacking. Body. Yeah. Again, just this completely insane, like, Patrick Bateman, like, worse than Patrick Bateman-level narcissism. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> I also love Luffy's move, uh, the Gomu Gomu no Rocket, where he just launches himself. <laughs> See, and, and, and this is interesting, because I think we're getting into, like, the translation stuff. Um, yeah. For me, it's translated as um, Gum Gum Pistol, I think. 
Oh, Rocket is oh, when he shoots himself, when he, like... Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah, sorry. Gum Gum Rocket is when he, like, slingshots himself. I'm getting ahead of myself, yeah. yeah. Um, Pistol... Yeah, Pistol is the punch. Yeah, which I really liked from the first episode, sorry, the first episode, the first chapter, when he says, my punch is as powerful as a pistol, and yeah. then I, I think they kind of imply that he spent a decade training himself to make sure that that would actually be true. He did the uh, Spider-Man learning, you know, to do yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, that thing. Just doing a... The web shot, yeah. All you say gum gum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, Kobe gets fucking shot. Kobe I gets thought, fucking I thought, shot. I thought he was a goner, man. <laughs> I honestly Dude. wonder, like, if they were considering that. Because, like, I, th- I feel like it really could have gone that way. For about five seconds, I thought he was dead. <laughs> until I turned the page. <laughs> what? And, and, like... Again, like starting a classic One Piece tradition of like, oh, is that guy actually dead or just extremely fucked up? Because it's not always clear. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it's also yeah, for uh, sure. Hell, Hell Meppo. Hell Meppo, yeah. Was, I thought he, he got human shielded and uh, became <laughs> fodder. And then he's fine also, apparently. Yeah. Well, did you I contrast think, that? I'm sorry, go ahead. I think he dodged the bullets. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hell Meppo's actually like, just, Neo, yeah. And then he goes unconscious, and then he's okay. So, yeah, there's that. Well, and, and even that like, with Helmapo, like he's such an unsympathetic asshole. But then there are still gradations, right? Like he doesn't want to kill the little girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, he's literally just a spoiled brat who wants to well, sashay about, and yeah, just kind of throws his daddy's weight around. But um, yeah. he's not trying. Well, I was about to say he's not trying to be a monster, but that's not true. You know, like, one of his psycho dogs got punched or something by Zolo, so now he's going to kill this guy. But still, there are limitations, right? Like, I I think it's really... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. It's a testament to Oda's, like, I think, skill as a writer, that he introduces such a piece of shit that you're not on board with at all... But then he immediately introduces an even bigger piece of shit that almost has you going, maybe Helmuppo's not that bad, actually. I mean, does does Captain Morgan even look like he could be Helmuppo's dad? No, they look Did nothing he have alike. when he was, like, five? <laughs> they're both blonde, I guess. I mean, yeah. like, they look, like, almost the same age. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean... We'll get to some other characters later who appear very young, but are in fact quite old. So maybe he just looks really good for his age, you know? Captain Morgan keeps it, keeps it straight, keeps it fit. Yeah, it's man. Max moisturizer Keeps it tight. Um, <laughs> Luffy finds Zoro's swords. He makes a very funny joke where he's like, well, surely all three of these can't be his, so I'll just grab them all just in case. What, and, I, and I love the detail because Zola doesn't want to join up with Luffy. Luffy's literally like, I'll find your swords and keep them to blackmail you into joining <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so then he gets the swords and he's like, so are you going to join? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, oh, and, and sorry, I know we're jumping all over the place, but I did want to call out something from the very first um, chapter, which is at the very end of it, you know, Luffy's setting off you know, on his dinky little boat he has no idea what he's doing but says he needs to find a crew and um he says something like yeah about 10 about 10 sounds right and you know this is still ongoing but um i think that that number is something that he's actually stuck to so solo is obviously the very first of the 10 
but uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that um, we'll, we'll have to see who the, the next nine are. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, this is also when we get uh, Zoro's backstory, which we already talked about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about it about as much as it deserves to be talked about, I think. Disappointed! <laughs> well, yeah, he wants, so, okay. uh, he wants is... to be the greatest swordsman in the world, and he, he says he'll make Luffy kill himself if he ever abandons that, which <laughs> it's a f- funny threat, I guess. Yeah. That... I would say, I wasn't, I wasn't... Oh, go ahead, John. No, go ahead. I would say, I wasn't disappointed with, like, the story of, like, he... The swordmaster teaches all of them but he told the girl that she couldn't be a sword master i didn't have like such a big problem with that i just had a big problem that they killed her by she falling down she falls down the flight of stairs that's like, ridiculous yeah, yeah at least yeah give her like a, a sudden illness or something of like or just or have her like i thought maybe they were gonna say like like you kind of alluded to earlier but he thinks she's dead and she's really not she's gonna show up like a few chapters later or something <sighs> yeah i mean i maybe left the door open that way Maybe that'll maybe maybe that will still happen. Like like it, it, you can't predict too confidently with this series, but I'm I'm guessing that's probably not the case. Who knows? Um, I wanted to part, point something out with the uh, art itself. Uh, <clears throat> the panel where Luffy stops the bullets from hitting Kobe and Zoro <laughs> is so fucking cool. The way yeah. he's just standing there and he has Zoro's swords like on his back. Mm-hmm. And he just catches all the bullets and just flings them back. And like Zoro and Kobe's faces in the background, both their mouths are just completely open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love man. That. I like his stretchy skin in the panel below it, where you just see him up stopping all the bullets. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, they're just kind of shooting, fantastic or whatever. And this is something back, cool yeah. in the uh, anime. Is in the anime you can actually see him getting like pushed backwards. Like, oh yeah, he's kind of sliding because he's like absorbing yeah. the the shock from the bullets <clears throat> oh that is fun but, yeah uh, he really kind of pushes that button of like the the slack jawed like oh you know like the shocked face thing <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm glad he doesn't do that quite as much later on <laughs> but uh, dude and also as he shoots the bullets back he's just like smiling just laughing and smiling like he's so happy yeah luffy thinks it's hilarious <laughs> and like you know, again, this is kind of getting ahead a little bit, but like, he's so good at, at portraying how like lighthearted Luffy is, and and just kind of how carefree he is. That when Luffy actually does get pissed off, you just kind of instinctively know, like, oh, it's getting really serious now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just love how he's fucking so lighthearted about all this shit. Absolutely. Um, Do you want to uh, take a brief break? I, I see we've. Uh, with somebody's uh, abandoned ship. Uh, no, Patrick's there. He's just not talking to oh, us because okay. he hates us. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to get some of my freshly sodaed soda stream. So <laughs> It looks like he's talking in the camera, but I can't hear what he's saying. Oh, he he, he did step away. I don't know. I, I, I'm watching the video feed. Um. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you, Matt. Can you oh, fucking with you and Patrick? <laughs> you got me, man. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, going to pull a Patrick, and uh, I'll, I'll be right back myself. <laughs> yeah, let's take a quick break. And we're back. So, do you guys just want to talk about this whole fight in totality? Yeah, man. Luffy and Helmeppo and Axe Hand and Zoro and everybody. 
Yeah, cause, I mean, this is the first time that we see uh, Zolo fight, right? And it's also, I think, really kind of establishing the credibility of Luffy's powers, right? You know, he's a rubber man. And, um, you know... Rubber I, I, man, see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> you know, growing up, like, like there have been other rubber men. I, I think somebody else referenced uh, Mr. Fantastic, and, you know, there's, like, Plastic Man or whatever, and, like... It's always been a power that I've kind of rolled my been, eyes at a little bit. Lame, yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, all right. But, like, this series is really good at, you know, Oda kind of, like, exploring, you know, what does that actually mean? Like, how do we dig into this? And um, this is getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because we haven't hit an SBS yet, which... Um, just so you know, Patrick, at the end of every volume, he does kind of like a question and answer thing for like fan mail, uh, which is really fun. But somebody asked him, like, how did you settle on the gum gum fruit? And he's like, I wanted something really stupid. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to give him a cool power. I wanted to give him something really dumb. And um, then he's just kind of riffing on it, you know. But we're, we really see that play out. He's immune to bullets. He's immune to, you know, bludgeoning weapons. And he doesn't really have to, like, do anything. Like, like Luffy getting shot, like, and then bouncing the bullets back isn't, like, a conscious decision he makes. He's just a rubber man. He just bounces back. Um, But we also see Zolo fight for the same time, too. And, like, unlike Luffy, Zolo's actually a character that's been getting hyped up for a couple of chapters. Hmm. You know, they, they've compared him to a demon a couple times. They, they <laughs> always this is a fearsome bounty hunter. And he doesn't he, wear sandals. He doesn't wear sandals. Yeah, he, like he's cool. He's got this, you know, the bandana. He's got these sharp katanas. Um, and, you know, we kind of touched on this earlier, but again, three swords fighting style is completely ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, John, thank you for that uh, gift from um, Naruto, because uh, that also looks completely absurd. <laughs> but, but, like... That's the kind of like the tonal balance with One Piece is that it's doing this really cartoonish, ridiculous stuff while also making it seem cool, you know? Like, obviously, if you think about it for even a second, like the idea of a guy with a katana in his teeth, like murdering people, it's ridiculous. It's nuts. Yeah. But he manages. Three people. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's one guy with three swords. But he threads the needle, you know? I just wanted to say one quick thing about Luffy's power. Because uh, I think he really gets to show it off a lot in these these chapters. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing, like, all the different stuff that he's doing. Like, he's stretching out his arm and then using that to, like, launch himself like a slingshot. And he's, like, shooting or he's punching at long range because he's, like, stretching out his arm. Mm-hmm. And he has the whip one where he, like, stretches out his leg and, like, sweeps it yeah. across, basically, and takes out a bunch of people at once. Um, but what I like about it is that he... He isn't like Mr. Fantastic, right? Where Mr. Fantastic can just, like, stretch his body out just, Mm -hmm. like, by thinking about it or whatever. I don't know. But Luffy has to actually, like, throw his arm, like, Mm, punch so hard that he's, like, throwing his his arm. Like, it's it's pretty intense to think about. I don't know. Like, yeah, there's real physicality there. You're you're right. Yeah. I think think that this, his power in this uh, comic is... Is something that is comes off cooler in comics or graphic novels than it does on screen. Yeah, because seeing something stretched out like that and do stuff, it just I don't know. To me, it just seems lame. And you're right, like the Mister Fantastic shit, where he's like 
becomes a parachute or like you know a giant flat thing yeah. with like arms sticking legs sticking out in his head yeah it, it, seeing, seeing something stretched like that at will is kind of his lame and I, I hadn't thought about that he actually is throwing his limbs when he's doing yeah. so yeah and think about cooler. think about if you had like a rubber band that was as thick as your arm how hard <laughs> you would have to like swing oh. it to get it to stretch like that you know what I mean no kidding yeah yeah Luffy like you know, we had that ten-year time skip, but like he wasn't screwing around. Like Luffy doesn't really have a lot going on in his life other than wanting to be a pirate. So yeah, he was probably training the entire time. Yep. Um, also, <laughs> Kobe Luffy is like the lost years. <laughs> Kobe is uh, basically being held at gunpoint by Helmeppo, and he's yeah. like, "Just let him kill me. I don't care. Like let him do it." And Luffy just goes, "You're a good boy, Kobe." <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, so, you know, I, I kind of touched on this earlier, but, like, I think this is why Kobe is a very important character, because, like, you know, we first meet Kobe, he's like, I want to join the Navy, because I want to hunt down the bad guys. Um, and then you actually meet the yeah, Navy. He works, he works for the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you meet the Navy, and you're like, you guys suck. Um, yeah. But, like, Kobe has a comment, it, it's something like, Luffy, please, you know, beat up these corrupt, you know, Navy guys. Like, like he's actually encouraging Luffy to attack the Navy. <laughs> and um, I, I think that, you you know, with Morgan, you really kind of see, like, the, the, the Pratt Falls. Or Pratt Falls isn't the right word. The, like, the limitations of a, you know, military hierarchy. This total lunatic has absolute authority and... You know, that doesn't mean that everybody's going to obey the orders to literally kill themselves, but <laughs> their hands are tied, right? It, it, and even when Morgan is gone, like, this, like, anonymous new captain of the base or whatever is like, hey, we're really grateful to you, but we can only do so much. Like, yeah. our hands are kind of tied, right? Like, you're still a pirate. We can't... <laughs> Thank you, but you need to leave. Yeah. Um, And... You know, they kind of subvert that a little bit at the very end where the pirates, I think, very sweetly get saluted. You know, Luffy and Zora get a full salute. And, yeah. uh, you know, then the Navy's like, okay, no dinner for a month. <laughs> I, yeah, so we can talk, this is, I mean, we're basically talking about the last chapter now. Yeah. Um, I like that they set the Navy up this way where they, they I think, I think Oda is showing us that not all the Marines are bad. In fact, yeah, most of absolutely. them are just dudes, right? Yeah. These are just random dudes who are, maybe they're like Kobe, they wanted to be good guys, or maybe they just needed a job really bad or something, you know? Yeah, and yeah. they follow orders, like they're in this hierarchy system. Most of the, yeah. the most of the sailors here are like just shitting themselves, like, <laughs> oh God, like how do I, how do I just get through my day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like that the Navy has that complexity, and that's yeah. definitely going to come up more as we get more and more through the through the series. So, fuck, well, guys, it, we we basically made it. I'll, I'll let you guys say touch on anything <laughs> like, that you, we missed, but uh, yeah, I think we pretty much sailed through that series of chapters. Yeah, well, uh, that's why you need Kobe. Kobe's the good guy, you know. <laughs> Kobe's there to prove that good guys can be in this organization too, even if it kind of sucks. Yeah, I do. I also love the thing where they're like, "All right, well, we saluted pirates, so we have to punish ourselves." <laughs> but nobody complains, you know. They're all on board. <laughs> yeah, like, yep. That does feel like they've, they've been punishing themselves by following Captain Morgan for however many years it was. 
Oh God. Well, let's let's finish up by giving our final thoughts and rating these series of chapters. I was thinking we could do it on the tier scale, so F to S. The what? The 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 tier scale S rank like a, a F C B A and yeah S is above A. What in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't think this was going to be a thing. I okay. thought you would know it, it, immediately <laughs> what I was talking about. Tier, it's like tier. it's like school grades, you know, like your letter grades at school. Oh only God. they're just saying that S is Fail. above A. Satisfactory? Fail. Come on, man. You no, to... I'm serious. Wait. Say it fail. Satisfactory. An, an F is a fail. A C yeah. is like barely didn't fail. A B is like you did fine. And then wait, an wait. A is like you did good. And then an S is... Oh, it's like super? Yeah, S is like super. Yeah, basically. Okay, I understood everything until you said S, and I was like, wait, what the that's, that's the new thing. That's the, the weird wrinkle, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, um, you guys go first. <laughs> okay, I well, um, gladly go first. Okay. <laughs> I, I give these chapters a solid A. Couple notes, and I think we addressed them, so there's no need to dwell on it, but overall, I thought it was a really good introduction. I love... I think they just set up everyone's deal. You know what I mean? Well, not everybody, yeah. but Luffy and Zoro. And specifically Luffy, because he's the most important. He's the main character. Uh, all the art was so good, even right off the bat. Like, it gets it gets so good later that I was almost expecting to be kind of like, meh, on the art style early on. But no, it's good. It's, it's always been good. So yeah, I'm going to give it an A. Uh, what about you, Matt? So, um, I'm going to give it a B+. Plus. Um... I really enjoy the early chapters of One Piece. Um, I do think that he takes some kind of artistic flourishes that, for me, I don't necessarily love. Like, the slack thing, I think he hits on a little too much. Like, the gigantic toothy thing. It's like, it's all fine. Like, he's a, he's a very talented person, but um, I might be being a little unfair because something I heard about One Piece very early on is that every arc is just better than the previous one. And I don't think that's necessarily true the entire time, but like you go through like hundreds of chapters and he just keeps topping himself. So for me, this is like a train that's just rolling out of the station. It hasn't quite built up its full momentum yet, but it's going to get there. Um, Zoro's great. The early arcs are great. I, I think that um, we don't have any like misfires. None of it's bad, but I just know how much better it's going to get. Um, you know, we're seeing these kind of brief little stabs at him doing these kind of post-chapter bits, right? And I did want to touch on that. Like, he teaches you, you know, how to draw Jolly Roger. Here's some different pirate flag styles. Um, you know, where did the term Jolly Roger come from? This fun little kind of extra stuff. I do think that he's still kind of, you know, getting his feet wet. He, he's still diving in. He's still getting comfortable. And um, for me... I remember when I first read this, I thought this is really great, but like, I don't yet see what is truly special about this. And, and I think it'll take a little while for us to hit that arc, but I'm having a great time. Um, but we're still just kind of, we're still heating up the pan. If that makes any sense. We're, we're not quite fully cooking yet. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, what, what about you, Patrick? Well, since this is the first manga I've ever read in my entire life, <laughs> I really have nothing to compare it to except Western graphic novel, Western style graphic novels and comics, which are completely different style, 
even the way you read them is completely different than this. It's literally backwards. But uh, I feel like I'd give this a solid B plus as well. Maybe an A minus even. I like um, I like the story. That was an interesting and engaging. And I'm excited to see where these characters go. What happens to them? I think I have the same concerns as John. Not concerns, but like the same things as John had, and even Matt loved it with the style. Uh, it was easy to blow through them. I didn't feel like it much has much caught my eyes on the panels as with other stuff I'm used to reading. Or I was just reading the dialogue and kind of just blowing through the artwork. Um, but I think it was well done. That is an easy tendency. Yeah, you kind of have to choose to dig in. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we don't have an email or anything like that yet, but we will soon. So stay tuned. Um and until next time, ahoy!